Hey, listen to Better Who Cut Podcast, episode 124. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and Abe. We're going to continue the arc of the audience 2.0, The Revenge, by looking at a new twist on an old favorite. Now hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to get back into the arc of the audience 2.0, The Revenge, proper after our two-part set review. But first, we have to thank our generous sponsor over at face2facegames.com, Canada's biggest magic store. I had a guy suggest that I whisper at the Oh, yeah, that's on right. On Twitter. <laughs> I think, let me try it again. Let me try it again. Face2facegames.com, Canada's biggest magic store. I'm not a fan. I'm going to keep working on it. I'm going to keep working on it. Thanks for the suggestions. Keep them coming. I'm going to keep working on it. I am going to keep on signing these jank-ass proxies that were given away to new patrons. <laughs> yes. Speaking of things we're going to give away to new patrons, if you want to, slash are in a position to help the show grow, you can check us out at patreon.com slash podcast. All the details are there. That also gets you access to our new and improved Discord channel. Remember to link your accounts. And you get a sweet ass signed jank ass proxy from us. Oh, what do I got? What do I got? I, I got a. I got a. It's a flight from fourth edition, but it's actually in the eye of chaos. And I think he just picked a blue card. And because in the eye of chaos costs blue and two, look what he did. It's blue with a two. Drawn next to it. Drawn a drawn on two. That is just my favorite thing today. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the picture scribbled out, but you can still see it. That's terrible. Oh, man. It's so good. It's scribbled on with our names. It's good. It's good. Everybody wants these. You also get a CCO sticker that you can use to put up around town to get yourself entered to win the dark. Yeah, very much so. The dark. The whole dark. We're giving it away. Now, funny little um, thing. See? Okay, we said to win the whole dark, you can... Go over to iTunes, give Commander Cookout Podcast a five-star review, and leave us a nice comment. But uh, Apple just, like, pulled a fast one on us. I think that they're just trying to F with us specifically. Us personally, yeah. And they said, uh, yeah, we're shutting iTunes down. <laughs> so we don't know when that's happening, but you can still head over there. We're still checking to make sure that uh, people are leaving our our comments so we know that people are getting entered to win the dark. And you still have an excellent chance to win because there's not, like... 28,000 reviews on there. Yet. Exactly, yeah. yeah and yeah. like Brando said, if you have a CCO sticker, you can use that to grow the show or if you have some other creative means that you can somehow send us, that's going to get you entered to win the dark. The whole dark. And nothing but the dark. No, I like that, yeah. And some sleeves. Sleeves too? Well, it's in sleeves. Oh, cool. And it's like going to come in a deck box. Wow, it's going to be a big deck box. It's like 119 cards. It's like a little, it's like an EDH deck before you make your final cuts. <laughs> Man, you should just play, just get a five-color commander and just play the whole set of the dark. That's your whole deck. I bet you people would let you get away with that. I bet you they would. That'd be such a bad deck. They're like, why is your deck so big? Oh, it's the dark. Yeah, how many lines are you running? I don't know, like six. Yeah, how many are in the dark? One what? of them doesn't even tap for mana unless it have creatures that I sacrifice to it. It's perfect. Yeah. One of them's Maze of Ith. One of them is Sorrow's Path. One of them is oh yeah, uh, Safe Haven. Oh, your land, ba- your land base is just the worst. Oh, yeah. It's bad. But That's... you can win it all. And, yeah, all the details for how to win that can also be found at the official, official home of Commander Cookout Podcast on the entire internet, commandercookout.com. 
Oh yeah, did you, you, did, you, did you do? I'm sl- I'm sliding them you, in here as I can. I was signing cards and wasn't listening. Yeah, no, I did. Uh, we got Patreon. Yeah. We got our official official home. You can also check us out over on YouTube. That's uh, Commander Cookout Podcast or CCO Podcast. You can also hit us up anywhere your better podcasts are found. And on Facebook, where you can also see more of our giveaway stuff. And Ryan posts altars on sweet cards every Thursday up for auction. Yes, Thursday. That actually, It's weird because that's tomorrow now. Yes. Uh, dang. <laughs> and I'm sweating my balls off in this studio. Yeah, we're recording. In the, for those of you that didn't see the pre-show, we're actually in the backup CCO studio, which is the Wood Age studio. And I think I can say this. I know that you always get mad at me when I say like absolute values on the internet. But I think that everything in this room is broken. Every single thing. Every single thing that we are interacting with right now is broken. Our mics are shit. My chair is like sitting on a 40 degree angle, so my back is breaking. I actually can't lean back on the back of my chair, both because- Oh, that's that one? It'll snap in half, and because my mic stand doesn't work properly, so it's way up above my head, and I got to talk into it by (laughs) sitting up straight. There's pieces missing off the wood age board. This is the worst. There was place. a sewage backup like last week. Yeah. I wasn't here. You told me. I yeah. thankfully oh. I don't work here. So good God, it was so bad. You mentioned the new sponsor, FaceToFaceGames.com. Uh, that doesn't work either. Yeah, that does. That just sounds like I'm saying it normal. Yeah, we're gonna find something. We're gonna get this. We're gonna get it. We do have a twenty-five dollar giveaway. A $25 store credit giveaway? I, I can't say a gift certificate because you're not going to get a certificate. You just get some store credit on the account that you make when you go to face-to-facegames.com, check out Canada's biggest magic store, set up a new account, tell them that uh, Brando and Ryan sent you, and we can maybe hook you up with some, some swag there. Yeah, I think we've got, do we have four or five episodes on there now? Yes. That is four or five, whatever it is, chance six if this episode counts chances to enter to leave us a comment on any of our shows to say you know good pickup face-to-face games is smart for getting your boys yeah and that'll get you entered to win that 25 dollars gift certificate from them sometimes i order and i don't use my name and i tell them how much i like the show no you <laughs> you're so lame <laughs> who am i gonna be today i'm gonna be um Rando from DDO cast? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Those guys at CCO are way better than DDO. <laughs> <laughs> they beat the shit out of us all the time, both at magic and podcasting. It's... Yeah, and in real life. Oh, man. Speaking of beating the shit out of somebody. You you didn't go to your old stomping neighborhood again, did you? No, I did okay. not. No, this isn't another random fight in a parking lot story. But we did have a guy on uh, the radio show that I am the technical producer for during the week at my real, my real life job. Uh, we had a guy on that's like a quasi-professional gamer who's running... A, was it us? No, it wasn't us. Damn it. Was like video gamer, video game player. <laughs> Nerd! And, and he was running an event at the Queen City X down in Regina. That has nothing to do with anything. While he's talking to Gorms, he's telling him all about, oh, I used to play Hearthstone. I was oh. a big-time Hearthstone player. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, man, this guy's totally lame. Because he just plays Hearthstone. Doesn't play Magic. Makes no mention of Magic. Lots of Magic players do play Hearthstone. And though. that's fine. But they play Magic. And you know why they play Magic? Because they have good taste. Because it's better? It's a better game. So when John's done talking to this guy, I go to like thank him for his time and whatever. Because that's what I do. And I'm like, dude, well, you got some time between now and the X. Just learn how to play Magic and uh, pick up a real card game. And he was like, oh, dude, I used to play. I can't afford it. 
He's not wrong. Yeah, and I was like, oh, dude, I feel kind of bad for saying that now. I feel kind of bad. Cause you should have said, well, you must not have been very good. <laughs> oh, oh, and then he would have been like, you must play blue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever want anybody to say that to me. I don't want any of my <laughs> slick burns to be implied as I'm a blue player. I don't ever want that to be a thing. Oh, man. Today's that, deck Today's deck has blue. It Was does. There any, any other business, any other things that we need to talk about any before other... we talk about the commandy? Yes. Is there? Well, no, nah, let's do it after the commandy. Let's do the commandy, then we'll, do, then we'll talk about the other nude business. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, again. Let's... You know, we're going to say this, and then the listener who submitted it is going to immediately know. Yes. Yes, they are. And that's fine, because we like this guy, sort of. General Tazri. I don't like General Tazri, and I don't like the listener. Agreed. General Tazri is a 3-4 human ally for white 4. Uh, I actually can't read the rest of the card because my glasses are at my house. I will try, though. When General Tazri enters the battlefield, you may search your library for an ally creature, reveal it, put it into your hand, and Wooberg... Ally creatures you control get plus X, plus X, plus end of turn, where X is the number of colors among those creatures. How did I do? She is a 3-4. I don't know if you said that. I'm sure I said that. Does, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, it shouldn't mean shit. Other than that, yeah, you did it. And Excellent. Big shout out to Lenny Woolly Broder. He is the submitter of this deck, and uh, we're just giving him a hard time because he is a CCO dude bro-in-law. That is correct. And uh, he came to GP or Magic Fest Calgary with us all the way up from Sacramento, California. I'm looking super forward to seeing them in Vegas again. I'm actually super pumped about that. I'm really excited. I'm super medium about it. Really? No, oh, I'm, I was no, literally I'm, texting him before we recorded yeah. the show to see what his plans were for rooms because we're booking rooms like this week. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to go and I hope I get to meet all of you guys as well. Um, the more people I get to meet and the more people that I have met throughout the course of doing this show is is the most exciting thing probably that I've done in my adult life. Yeah, super awesome. And we chose this deck because it's not like it's not like two things. It's not like other general Tazri decks. And it's also not like other Zata decks. Yeah. Because it's actually got a hidden commander. And we're not into the whole hidden commander thing, right? Even though we did basically invent it. We we, we coined it. Yeah, we named it. Something in the box, right? Yeah. Episode, what was it, 29? Norn in the box? Yeah, we did Norn the Wary in the box. And now it's just whatever in the box. This is Zata in the box deck. Zata in the box. Now, let's find Zata in the list and give her a read and make sure to mention what her creature type is. Zatahedron Grinder is a 3-3 for red 3. She's a goblin ally, so you can find her with General Tazari. Whenever you cast an interest or sorcery spell that targets her, it gets copied and targets all the other creatures that you control. That is... I always want to call it Replicate, but I believe it's Radiate, right? Radiance. Just for you? Well, Radiate, Radiate is a spell that is like the next time you cast an instant or sorcery, copy it for each creature among creatures you can control that it could target sure there's a spell called radiate and rata or zada has that on her there's irradiate that card is just terrible and then there's radiate which does what you said super Neat. slick so tazri at four mana right that's what, correct white three finds you zada for red three and Lots of mana rock, sorry, lots of mana dorks. You want dorks in this deck specifically, so when you search for your Zada, the cards that you target Zada with 
radiate to all of your mana dorks instead of mana rocks. Yes. And the density of mana dorks here leads to a turn two or three Tazri, which leads to a turn three or four Zada. Which is good. Just like the mono red Zada, except you have access to all five colors. This is the five color Zada list that I talked about, I'm sure, on episode 101. And I'm sure on episode one, when we originally did Zada. I think we did, yes. So this is it. It took us like 100 and, what is this, 124? Yeah. This is 124 episodes later. This is it. We should let everybody know. this. I think this is Lenny's deck when he shows up to like fucking ball. It sort of is. He's also got um, Tishar Apostle's Blessing. It's like an aristocrat's like combo, not aristocrat's, like a combo Bomberman deck. Because yeah. Tishar gets you... Like one drops back from your graveyard, and he just cycles things until he can like draw enough cards to Bomberman combo you out with Lion's Eye Diamond and Infinite Mana. Sounds like a thing. Not terrible. Yep. Also, this deck is called General Tazri Pump and Dump. That's I would have picked even if I didn't know what this deck was. I still would have picked it to do on the show. Yeah, I don't name decks, but when I see a funny name of a deck submitted in this arc, I definitely, it piques my interest. Yes, 100% and, of the time. And this one has piqued more than just my interest, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> one last piece of business. Oh? We have some new patrons. Oh, dang! Well, how am I the one that remembers that? Yeah, good thing you brought that up. Uh, <laughs> my For whatever reason, my document closed. Is it because you clicked the little X in the corner of it? Could have been. Probably. Could have been. So, new patron shoutouts. These are these are people who've pledged to us through Patreon.com, and for some reason, they want a funny nickname. We appreciate you. We very much do. First one, and I'm not sure like if this is his name or if I just spelt it wrong. <laughs> okay. But I'm going with it. Justin St. Wright. Hmm. How about we go what his lady friend probably calls him? Well, let's go... Maybe what his partner calls him, in just right. In just right. We don't know what he is in, but... Whatever. We're not here to judge. We're just here to say that you have a sweet nickname, man. Just in right, yeah. I was going to call him like in Justin just right. Street Wraith, because ST is the abbreviation for street. That works too. Yeah. He can pick. Yeah, I just like to give people nicknames that assume that they pick up way more hose and stack more paper to the ceiling than we do. I don't do any of those things. <laughs> I've I watch this clip from the Boondocks every day at work just to like pump make yourself up. happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. You're so sad. I know. You know what? I think I think you just telling people that you got to find a new clip now because you just the cat's out of the bag on that clip and it just doesn't make you happy anymore. No, it probably does. It's still it's super funny. Okay, good. I'm happy. It's for super you. funny, man. If you had to do the real job that I do for half of my job every day, you would know why I have to watch something funny every four hours. <laughs> oh man. Okay, next shout out. We got one more shout out. New patron, Eric. Who's? Hughes. Who's? Hussy. Oh. <gasps> I did, I was just thinking of different ways to pronounce a a U. Oh, Eric Hussy. I like Eric that. Eric Hussy. That's, that is legit <laughs> on the spot made up. Good. I like it. Okay, Eric Hussey, thank you very much. Yeah, you guys welcome aboard and uh, hope you enjoy your stay. Welcome to the asylum. Can I tell a, a real quick work story just real fast? Now that you've mentioned my job like five times. Oh, hold on. I just signed a card once in black and I meant to write F-U on it in gold and I just signed it in gold again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you don't pay attention to what you're doing. I'm going to tell this story real fast. So I work at a radio call-in show. People call in, they talk about all sorts of stuff. And as you would guess, we have crazy people that call in sometimes that say insane things. 
And today I had a guy, can I have just a couple minutes of your time? Like, you're not going to try and sell me anything, are you? Because I'm, I'm at work right now. It's like, nah, no, no, I have a, a news article I just really need to tell you about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And I'm like, okay, sweet. This is probably going to be like, I don't know, name your topic that you just don't want to talk about ever with a stranger. And it's probably one of those. And he starts telling me about cloud seeding, like where they put that like aluminum nitrate or whatever it is in the clouds to make it rain. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've heard of that. That's I don't know if they still do that, but that's a thing. And he said, since they've been experimenting with that over the decades, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I know where this is going. And then he started telling me about chemtrails for like 10 minutes, and I couldn't shut him up. I could not make him stop talking, and I had to just hang up on him. Because he was telling me all about how the government was trying to control global warming by bringing in lots of clouds so that the sun doesn't shine down on the earth and it gets cooler. So that it, was, it was the most insane thing I have ever heard. You know, he's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> I think extra chemicals in the atmosphere uh, makes it warmer, though, doesn't it? I, I, I think I th- he might have just been wrong. I thought, sure, that's how it worked, too. But, hey, man, whatever whatever floats your boat. Should we talk about a deck? We're a Magic the Gathering podcast. We should probably talk about a deck. Yeah, we're 20 minutes in. I'm sure that you will cut a whole ton of that out. Let's do a deck. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we starting? We always start with creatures. Now, we talked about, Now, did we mention that this is a little bit of... A departure from us, because while it is a unique list, it's something you don't see all the time. It is something that's a little bit more tuned, and thus there's a lot of redundancy, so we can lump a lot more stuff together than we usually do. I like lumps. That's fine. It's fine. Um, let's start with creatures as we do. Let's 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 do some lumping. We have Arbor Elf, Birds of Paradise, Bloom Tender. Oh God, Bloom Tender's goddamn good in this deck. We also have Deathrite Shaman. Harabaz Druid, Plaguemere. CCO Staple. I don't think we called it that in a long time. Utopia Tree and Voyaging Seder. I'm going to count Wood Elves in there as well. And Wood Elves. Just because that is a 1-1 for 3 that finds you a forest. And if you're playing Shocklands, Dual Lands, or the Amonkhet Cycling Lands, you can find any color of mana you want. Dope. Those are all dorks. For those of you that weren't uh, keeping up. Yeah, they, they, they tap for a mana, or like in Death Rage Shaman case, you exile something from a graveyard to get a mana. He's the littlest planeswalker. Yeah, super good. Now what else we have? We have a Den Protector. Den Protector. This is actually, we we can see the more tuned influence on this deck, a la Den Protector, in it being a 2-1 for 2. Creatures with power less than Den Protector's power can't block it. That's actually more relevant than you think in a Zata list, and we're going to find out in a little while why, but it also has Morph. Sorry, it has Megamorph. The worst. Yeah. So you can play it face down as a 2-2 for 3 or turn it up for its Megamorph cost of green and 1, and when you turn it face up, return target card from your graveyard to your hand. This sees play in, I know for sure, some competitive Animar lists. You drop it for zero, turn it face up for two. It's a two mana eternal witness instead of a three mana. Something. Yeah. Yeah. How about Drover of the Mighty? Oh, this is actually a mana dork, but let's give it a read because I don't think I, we've ever played this card before. I don't think I've ever seen this so card before. It's a 1 1 for green one, human druid. Drover of the Mighty gets plus two plus two. As long as you control a dinosaur, who cares? You tap it to add a mana of any color to your mana pool. I'll play him in dinosaurs. How about Dust? Dust Caster Mage. Dual Caster Mage. Dust Caster Mage. I was going to make a my wife joke, but 
dual caster mage. <laughs> two, two for red, red, one, flash. When he enters the battlefield, copy target instant or sorcery spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. Again, this is our tuned or fringing on competitive influence with a dual caster mage. He is an infinite combo that we'll get to in the instance and sorceries section. And there is redundancy in the card that combos with him. Ooh, baby. He's playing Feather. Feather. This is our first Feather deck. And... It'll be our last Feather deck. I don't know. Like, this, the Feather's really good in this deck. It gives this deck some reach where otherwise, I'm going to call it Zata decks, don't. So... If anybody doesn't know, Feather's brand new from War. White, white, red, flying, angel, 3-4. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell that targets at least one creature you control, you exile it as it resolves, and at the end of the turn, you get it back. So Feather and Zata interact very favorably because you cast a cantrip spell to draw, whatever, six cards, because Zata will radiate that cantrip spell, so you draw six cards. At the end of turn, you get that spell back into your hand. So it's like drawing a seventh card. It's, it's, it's yes, it's just medium. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have Grand Abolisher. During your turn, your opponents can't cast spells or activate abilities of artifacts, creatures, or enchantments. And that's a two-two for two. It's very good. We have a tint. A tint. Fucking goddammit, Crago. Crayat. <laughs> fuck Crago. Fuck. We have a Crago King Street hooligan. Crango. No, his name is Cranko, and he is a Tin Street Kingpin. <laughs> Holy shit, that was hard to say. <laughs> we have a Cranko Tin Street Kingpin. One, two for three. When he attacks, you put a plus one, plus one counter on it, then create a number of goblins equal to his power, goblin tokens. Surprisingly much better than what the card says on it yeah like i think i think people were surprised by this card yes how good this card i is. was i played it once and i've played it a few times now but the first time i played him i was like oh my god yeah like, so cool. when you when you attack with him just bare naked he's a one two but he gets a plus one first and then he makes two goblins right and it's not when he attacks you get a goblin for each plus one plus one counter on him it's equal to his power so if you can pump him, if you can pump and dump him, <laughs> he's going to make like 10 goblins when he attacks. Or if you've got lords, or there's all kinds of ways you can just make Cranko bigger in general. Like You're going to, yeah, I think we're going to see that Cranko is a very powerful card in this deck. How about Loyal Apprentice? This is from Commander 2018. It's a 2-1 Haster for two with Lieutenant. And at the beginning of your of combat yeah beginning of combat on your turn if you control your commandy you put a 1-1 colorless thopter artifact creature token of flying with haste and haste yeah onto the battlefield so if you control tazri you just move to combat and you get a free 1-1 and then with your cantrip spells that we're going to talk about it's just another target for zata to radiate onto just drawing more cards how about mirror wind drag mirror wing dragon i'm having a hard time today yeah this is a 5-drop, 4-5 Flying Dragon that does what Zata does. But the caveat to this one is any player who targets it radiates to everything, right? So the Lightning Bolt just got good. Yeah. You know what I always think of with this is Path to Exile. Ooh. Just exile like all creatures and you just get every land out of your deck. Yeah. Yeah, it almost makes me want to play my own path on it. If I'm mana screwed. <laughs> <laughs> How about Singir Autocrat? What in the actual... This is like from Homelands or something, isn't it? And Time Spiral. Yeah, balls that. Yeah. Let's see what he's from. You tell him what he does, I'll find what he, what he, where he's from. 
He is, in fact, from Homelands. Yeah, so he is a 2-2 two, two for 4, black and 3. This is great. When I see a black card in a Zada deck, I know that it's going to be good because I love Zada and I love black. So enters the battlefield. You get 3 zero, one black surf creature tokens. <laughs> <laughs> and when he dies, you exile those tokens. Who cares? Do you think this gets replaced with that new goblin? Probably. The, the, the slingshot goblin that makes... I guess you get one less guy, but... You can sack him to do damage. Uh, sling gang commander. Yeah, that is only when a goblin dies, though, right? That's when a goblin dies. You can get in, you can drain somebody. Yeah, uh, and that gives you two yeah. for four mana. For four, this gives you three. It gives you three guys with no power. I'm not so concerned about the no power. I know that. Okay, so he, and he's a guy himself here too. So for four mana, you're getting four dudes. That's one mana per dude. That's pretty good. That's like the best rate that you can get is one mana per one creature. How about Silver Fur Partisan? I don't even know what this does. This is a 2-2 two, two for 3 with Trample. It's a wolf warrior. I thought that said wolf werewolf, but it's a wolf warrior. Whenever a wolf or werewolf you control becomes the target of an instant or sorcery spell, put a 2-2 two, two green wolf creature token onto the battlefield. Oh, well, geez. You just cast your cantrip, cantrip and it targets that when Zata radiates, radiates it. And you just get an extra one for your next cantrip to target that one too. Neat. Yeah, that's good. How about Spellseeker? Oh, baby. Here's our competitive influence again. This is a three drop human wizard, 1 1. When it enters the battlefield, search your library for an instant or sorcery with converted mana cost two. Put it into your hand. Can't imagine there being very many of those in this list. No. How about Weapon Craft Enthusiast? Interesting. This is a three drop, zero one with Fabricate two. And Fabricate is when this creature enters the battlefield, you put two plus one plus one counters on it or put two one one servo artifact creature tokens onto the battlefield. So you're probably going to just get three dudes for three mana. That's what I was just talking about. I think that there are two things that are super douchebag in popular culture right now. Oh, yeah? Laser swords and those wrist blades like in Assassin's Creed. And this guy has both of those things, so I don't like this card. <laughs> Cut it, Lenny. <laughs> That's all the creatures. I like how you get redundancy in creatures like Cranko's Command and Hordling Outburst in colors that are not red. That's the thing. Yeah. It's, but, it's, I mean, it's the same exact statement is true of the instants and sorceries. Yes, which is what we're going to go into now. And I think that these are... I don't remember exactly how this site works, but I think everything's broken up into instants, and then there's some enchantments in there. So. I think it, they're sorted by whether they're a spell or not. We'll start with the instants. Oh, baby. And you know what's funny is we're starting with one that's in the regular-ass Zata list. Accelerate? One or two mana, some marginal effect, draw card. Right? Yeah, yeah, that is exactly what that is. And the same is true for Aphotic Wisps, Boros Charms. Oh, really ch check this out. Aphotic Wisps, one mana, marginal effect, draw card. Yeah, let's do it like that. Then we have not a card. We'll come back to that one. Berserk? Oh, yeah, That that is... <laughs> I, I understand what you did there. Yeah. Berserk doubles your creature's power, kills it at the end of combat, instant speed. In Zada, it's a win condition. In Zada, it's a win condition. We're going to we're gonna see if there's any other pump spells, and then when we double, you, we'll, we'll get there. Boros Charm. Oh, damn it. I hate these charms. They just don't, they don't podcast very well. <laughs> <laughs> instant for Boros colors. Choose one. Boros Charm deals four damage to our creature or player. Don't. Oh, just a player. Yeah. Or permanent you control are indestructible till end of turn. Or, 
Ooh, target creature gains double strike. That's those, probably the one you pick. Those two last ones are what the what's in there for. Protect the your guys or win the game. Yeah, double strike functions of like berserk, right? Oh, Perfect. can you imagine like pumping your guys in the front end, then going berserk to double it, and then Boros Charm to double strike them? Be super good. That's I guess that's how you win. Yep. <laughs> how about Cerulean Wisps? One mana, marginal effect, draw a card. Then we have not a card. We'll come back to it. Crimson Wisps. You know what? Haste, draw a card. That's at, like the ones that give haste are good. Yes. Dark Dabbling. Regenerate a creature for three, draw a card. If you have three or two or more instants or sorceries in your graveyard, uh, regenerate another creature you control. Uh, we don't care about that. Yeah, we don't give a shit about that. No, that's back because it taps down your whole team. You know what? That that blue, what is it? Wisp? Cerulean Wisps. Cerulean Wisps. Yeah. Target creature you control becomes blue until end of turn. Untap that creature. So if you regenerate it and it taps, then you Cerulean Wisps, it just untaps it. And it untaps all of them, because remember, it radiates to all of them. Yeah. There's, how, a little, there's a little Zata tech for you. How about Defiant Strike? Plus one, draw a card for one mana. Then we have another not card. We have Expedite. Haste, draw a card. Invigorated Rampage. Here we go. Instant speed, two mana. Target creature gets plus four, plus zero, and gains Tramp. Or two target creatures get plus two, plus oh each. Never choose that one. <laughs> <laughs> you choose just to target Zada because when you target just Zada, she radiates everywhere. Excellent. She radiates all over everybody's face. How about Leap? Flying draw card. Raise the alarm. Hey, that's Krenko's command, except white. That's a cool one. A reality ripple. Oh, dude, this is the techiest one. This one blew my mind when Lenny told me it. Target artifact creature, target creature in our case, phases out. Yeah. Cyclonic Rift, your team? Uh, just kidding. I'll Cyclonic Rift my own team. <laughs> Reality's Ripple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Renegade's Getaway. That's a cute little picture, hey? I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm getting out of here, you little... It's like a little toy guy running away from some little evil dude. It's yeah. Like, I like this. Let's, let's see if this is what it does. Okay. It's a black two. Target permanent gains indestructible until the turn. That's good. Create a servo artifact creature token. So it gives your everybody indestructible and then it gives you another one one for each guy you already have that's dope here's a card that, that is a good card that's a good one I like yeah. that. here's a card that i saw used to great effect in a game in mf and calgary in retraction helix oh let's see if okay let's see if i can figure it out blue for an instant until end of turn target creature gains tap return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand Somebody was swinging for the win with one of those butt blossom creatures that everybody hates so much. The infinite attack step lady. Oh yeah, uh, Najila, Najila, the blade blossom or yeah. whatever. And Lenny was like, "Not today." No, nah, I'm just gonna bounce all that. I'm just gonna bounce all of it. Retraction helix. All my guys have tapped to bounce your thing. Yeah, and then just boop 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 boop. boop. You may take your in, your extra attack step now, sir. And that was the end. Yeah. of Yeah, you know what I like with a whole ton of dudes. I Act. like Retraction Helix and... Cerulean Wisps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. How about Celestia Charm? Okay, another charm. Choose one. Creatures you can... Uh, target creature you control gets plus two and trample. Until end of turn, creatures you control... Uh, what does this one do? <laughs> Exile target creature with power five or greater, or put a 2-2 two, two white knight creature token with Vidge onto the battlefield. So I'm assuming you want it for mode one. Yeah, you pump and give trample. Worst case scenario, you remove a thing. Worst, worst case scenario, it gives you one dude for two mana. Yeah. How about Shadow Rift? Oh, damn it. Good one. 
shadow, which makes them unblockable unless your opponents have shadow. And they don't. And they don't, but it draws you a card. Shelter. Oh, no, this is the best one. That lady's not wearing pants. I'm okay with this. She needs to be sheltered. It is my duty. I will do this. <laughs> Two mana, target creature you control, so all of them, gain protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. Draw a card. Sigil blessing. Creatures you control get plus one, plus three, plus three. This card is insane. Oh, wait a second. White, green, until end of turn, target creature you control gets plus three, plus three. And other creatures you control get plus one plus one. So if you have like ten guys, that's 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 insane. Because <laughs> you target Zada with the plus three plus three, so everybody gets plus three plus three. If you have ten other guys, you're cast you're copying the spell ten times. Yeah. So you're giving out ten more plus threes and then ten more plus ones. So everybody on your team would get plus thirteen plus thirteen in that example. Not terrible for that's, two mana. That's fine. That's that's just fine. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like whatever. yeah, whatever. Who yeah. cares it's if we? You know what? You still have to berserk it to double their power, and then you'd still have to give them double strike with Boros Charm. Yeah, man. and then you'd still have to give them Trample with Celestia Charm. And this doesn't even draw you a card. It's not even a. You should cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Why don't you just quit? Just <laughs> quit magic <laughs> forever. Next up, we have Simic Charm. Target creature gets plus three until end of turn, or. Permanent you control gain hexproof. That's not terrible. Or return target creature to its owner's hand. Utility. I like all three of those modes. Then we have another not card. Strength in numbers. Instant. Green one. Plus X plus X where X is the number of attacking creatures. Uh, so that's like a plus 10 plus 10. If Same example we were just using. Plus yeah. 10 plus 10. Yeah. I think that's probably commonplace for decks like this. Uh, especially if you have the five color redundancy to make tokens. To just like have... 8 to 10 attacking creatures. I think plus 8 plus 8 for 2 mana, so you still have like protection, interaction, or more pump represented on the table. That's good. I think that's commonplace. Yeah. How about supernatural stamina? Ooh, this is a Gaunty card, but it's also a Zata card. Let's find out. <laughs> Black. Creature gets plus 2. When this creature dies, return to the battlefield tapped under its owner's control. So if it's going to die, if your team is going to die, you just save it all. Tainted Strike. Infect. Teamer Battle Rage. Double Strike. Vines of the Vastwood. Plus four, and if you kick it, uh, Hexproof? Yeah, it gives you Hexproof, and then if you kick it, you get plus four, plus four. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, Viridescent yeah. Wisps. Another Wisps. I wonder if it's going to be one mana, pump our guy, and draw us a card? That is exactly what it does. That is awesome. How about Wild Size? Yeah, don't Google that. Do not. Three mana, plus two, plus two, to target creature, trample, and <laughs> draw a card. This is, this is why five colors out is better because there's so many one and two drop cantrips that like just like draw you a card and you, give you a real effect. You're still running into the Zata effect, but the number of cards is big enough that you don't need to worry about it. Yes, in which case it's not the Zata yeah, effect. It, it barely <laughs> even matters. The next section of the show. We're on to Wings of Velis Vale. Changeling? Does that matter in this deck? Uh, Only if you're playing Slingshot Commander. Oh, yeah, that actually makes Wings of Velis Vale better. What does it do? It's a tribal instant shapeshifter. It has changeling until end of turn. Target creature has base power and toughness 4-4 four, four, and gains all creature types and gains flying. It's pretty good. So you make your 1-1s one, into 4-4s. Four, That's essentially 2 mana plus 3 plus 3 and flying. Yes. Yeah. How about appeal? This is the first not card. No, nah, this is a real card because it you play it and then you play the other set, the other half of it. Oh yeah, newsflash! All the cards that we skipped that aren't cards were 
traditional split cards. That's right, and I hate them. <laughs> so appeal is green. These are sorceries now, by the way. Until end of turn, target creature gains plus X plus X, where X is the number of creature you control. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's just like 10, 10. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. For one green. What is authority? What does that one do? That's aftermath. You can only cast it from your graveyard. My head is sideways. Tap up to two target creatures your opponents control. Creatures you control gain vidge. So you tap down two blockers for white one. Yeah, you make your dudes huge. You tap down blockers and you have blockers left after the I suppose the if, killing is all if done. you do a bunch of pumping and you're a, and you don't have one that gave trample or flying. It's edge case, but I can see why it would be useful. Yeah. Uh, we have the combo cards with your dual caster mage. We talked about them earlier. Heat, Shimmer, and Twin Flame. Yeah, both of those put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy of target creature. If you just target Zata with them, it, it immediately doubles all of your creatures because you radiate it and it copies every creature that you control. So it's already useful in the deck. Dual caster's already useful in the deck as well because who doesn't want to just like give their guy an extra plus X plus X, Yeah. right? But when you go Heat Shimmer, targeting Zada, so you're going to copy all your guys, response, dual caster mage copying Heat Shimmer. It copies dual caster, copying Heat Shimmer, copying dual caster. So you make a thousand dual casters and both Heat Shimmer and Twin Flame both give haste. So you just have... Like infinite hasty dual casters. Yeah, and you then win the game. I've turned three somebody with that before. <laughs> Off the back of a grim monolith. It was awesome. How about Kari Zev's expertise? Oh, gain control of target creature or vehicle. We're going to gain control of our own Zada. Yes. <laughs> um, we're going to untap our own Zada and give it haste. So this is an extra haste enabler. Then you may cast a card with converted mana cost two or less from your hand for free. A bunch of times. Uh, yeah, like 10 times. Is 10 our number? Yeah, let's use 10. 10's our number. So we've cast a one mana cantrip, drawn 10. One mana cantrip from that 10 to draw 10. So we've got like 18, 19, 20 cards in our hand. Then we go, Karizev's expertise, cast the rest of our two drops from our hand for free. And remember, we've got 20 cards in our hand. It's fine. And some of those are going to be one and two mana cantrips to just refill our hand back up to 20 again. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. That's It's fine. Launch the fleet. Launch the fleets. Until end of turn, any number of target creatures each gain. Whenever this creature attacks, put a 1-1 white soldier creature token onto the battlefield. We want to just target Zada. That token is tapped and attacking also. Just by the by. What? But, yeah, that's what it says. Onto the battlefield, tapped and attacking. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, how can you do that if it's a sorcery? But you know. You, you cast it, that at sorcery speed, and then yeah. when that creature attacks, it makes another thing that's attacking. Then we have another fake card. We can come back to that later. And slip through space. Unblockable, draw a card, devoid for blue. Now, do we want to do all those damn split cards? I want to do life and death for a couple of reasons. It is the green-black split card from Apocalypse. A, it's from Apocalypse. B... It was super techie when Lenny told me that this was in his deck. It blew my mind because the life side for just green until end of turn, all lands you control are 1-1 one, one creatures that are still lands. That's pretty good. So it's like, oh, I only have five things in Zada. Oh, I only have five things that I can like radiate with Zada. Tap my Bloom Tender, which gives me five mana because like I'm playing five color green for a life now i've got like 
I don't know, 10 guys. Yeah, now we're up to that magic number guys, of yeah. 10. And then you just cast all your radiate spells for the remaining mana from your bloom tender, and you just go ham. Yeah. That life card. What does the death side do? Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. And you lose life equal to the creature's mana cost. Oh, who cares? What else did we skip over? We skipped over... Status and statue? Status and... Sta status, statue, yeah. Uh, I think the status side is the good one. It's an instant for Golgari hybrid. Target creature gets plus one, plus one, and gains death touch. Cool. Yep. The other one is destroy target artifact, enchantment, or creature. The status, statue. The status half is good in this deck. Because it gives your whole team death touch. The statue is like just incidental, I think, in this deck. That's it's just fine. there too. How about Depose Deploy? Depose is Azorius hybrid and one tap target creature draw card. That seems bad in this deck. If it's a non-combo turn and you just want to be like, okay, before the end of your turn, tap all my guys, then you start your turn and untap with like a mint full of cards. There's got to be something. There's got to be another well, cantor that would do this. The blue, has to the be. blue wisp actually untaps. Yeah. So you could just like, you could deploy, tap all your guys, then blue wisps to untap them all and you've drawn like 20 cards. This other side better do something good to justify playing this piece of shit in any capacity. What does deploy do? Mm -hmm. Oh, I was reading Depose. Sorry. Deploy is white, blue, two. Create two color, two one one colorless Thopter creatures, and you gain some life or something. You I gain don't... a life for each creature that you control. Not terrible. You probably gain 10 life. Cut this effing card. It's so <laughs> bad. What do the other ones do? Abbreviate the other cards. One of them pumps with a plus four, plus two, and trample. That's Collision Colossus. Assure Assemble. That pumps, I think, right? Sure. Sure. I don't care what they do. They're split cards. They don't even matter. When people play them in games, I just ignore them. <laughs> it's like, thanks for discarding a card, bud. And I pull it out of the sleeve and throw it on the floor. After you fold it into ha in half and make two little mini cards out of it? Yes. And then I give them whichever card they wanted to use and put that back in the sleeve and throw the other part in the garbage. <laughs> that is what you should do when people play these garbage cards. I'm uh, sure they're good in this deck. Let's move on to Enchanties. Yes, there's only three. Uh, one of them is Cryptolithrite. So that makes all of your dudes into Birds of Paradise. They tap for a man of any color, and Cryptolithrite costs green one. Jeskai Ascendancy. Oh. This is this is, this is is fine. This is I good. just got, yeah, I just got a shiver. So blue, red, white, enchantment. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, creatures you control get plus one, plus one until end of turn. <clears throat> Untap those creatures. So remember how we're playing all mana dorks instead of, like, rocks? Yep. And remember how we're playing Cryptolith, right? Yep. And remember how many so many cards give us tokens that we can tap for mana now? Yep. We just cast our cantrips and draw 10 cards and then untap all of our cards so we can just rip through our whole deck with this card. That's the best card in the deck. That's it's very good. Also, the picture on it looks like a bunch of kung fu guys are about to drop the sickest rap album of 2019. Or they're just going to fight, like, 10,000 guys in an army just by themselves in their bare hands. Well, they can Dynasty Warriors. Sure. And the last one is Wild Defiance. Three mana enchantment. Whenever a creature you control becomes a target of an instant or sorcery spell, that creature gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. I like to play that in Infect. That's what I like to play that Yeah, because you just pump, 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 and it gets like plus nine, plus nine after three pump spells. That's right. Not terrible. That's the whole deck other than the land. He's playing a, I don't want to say a basic five color mana base but it's a he's got shock lands he's got five color lands he's got fetch lands he's got the ally land 
Oh, yeah, the Ally Land. I think I just messed all that up when I moved my wood-age shitty microphone. It's fine. Everybody knows what I said, and everybody appreciates what I said. Five-color mana bases basically all look the same depending on how much money you want to dump into them, minus the particular five-color specific land. Are you playing the Sliverhive or the Ally Encampment or the Elemental one? I can't think of the name of it right now. They all look the same. Sorry. You remember how I said we kept bumping this deck out and out and out, like yep. further and further? So my main lit, like my main note on the top of where the show notes are, the EDH rec list for Tazri just looks like a mishmash of shit. Oh, yeah. Because there's like pump spells, there's random five-color spells, there's CEDH like Tazri spells, there's ally tribal spells. It's goddamn terrible. And... You know what's like super special about this deck? What's that? Is 61 cards in this deck don't match the Tazri stock list on EDH Rec. We're not quite there yet, but I wanted to say that this deck is very much different than the the Ally Tribal competitive Tazri, if that's even going to be a thing anymore with some recent additions to the yeah. five-color yeah. commander arsenal. But this deck doesn't look like any of that shit. That's why we're doing it. Yeah, so a couple of the things that we track... We've got 15 cantrips. That's Lots. like that's a ton because they all cast one or, cost one or two mana. And they all draw you five or six cards. Or ten. Or ten. Well, ten is like your, we're going to do it, but sometimes you need to draw some cards, and then it's only going to draw you four or five for one. Yeah, you know what? Having played Zada like extensively, I know that... I, you know what? Not even just having experience with Zada. Let me ask you this. Ma you're playing Magic the Gathering. You're playing Magic. I do that sometimes. You tap one mana and draw five cards. Is that good? I'm 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 sure that there's a card that does that except it only draws you three and it's banned and costs like a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so I'm sure drawing five is just it's not even that much better. Now let's sweeten the deal. You can play fifteen of them in this deck. Yeah. Now let's sweeten the deal even more. <laughs> it doesn't matter what color they are, because all your dudes just tap for any color mana. Huh. This is a cool deck. This is a good one. 18 pump spells. This is just a couple more stats. Just eight, 18. That's good. And uh, I like it. Strengths and weaknesses? Strengths and weaknesses. Wins out of nowhere. 100% of the time. That's how Zada wins. If you see it coming, it's probably too late for you. <laughs> it's probably too late. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Storm-esque. We're, we're gonna, we're, we'll come back to that in a second. We'll, we'll go there, yeah. Budget. Because you play stupid creature ramp, like that guy that cares about dinosaurs. I like that. Granted, things like Bloom Tender, Bloom Tender is like fifty dollars. Cryptolith Rite is like ten or twelve bucks. Birds of Paradise is like ten bucks. How is Birds of Paradise so much money? It's been reprinted so many times, and it's, it hasn't it's been reprinted everywhere. in a good long while. It was reprinted in the Gruel Guild deck like two months ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe it's like eight bucks now instead of ten. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's universally good. Yeah, right? I suppose. It's just it's just damn good. It'll never not be a good card. Yeah, I'm sure it'll always be. I'm sure it'll almost always because I can't say always on the internet. Remember, I'm sure it'll almost always be a contender in whatever standard environment it's in. Modern Horizons two next year will have like a one one bird that taps for any color for one green. <laughs> just because why not? What if it couldn't fly? It'd fly. Oh no! What if you might have indestructible. What if it was, have what if it was like else? a like a peacock or an ostrich or something and just like couldn't fly? <laughs> Asshole ostrich. Oh man, so <laughs> excellent. Strengths. 
can can I call it a tier one tune down? Yeah. Can I call it that? Yeah. Remember man. we did arc of tier one tune downs? Yeah, dude. Super popular arc. This deck would have fit right into there. Yeah, Tazari is is he still is he up there in like competitive T one? There's like a food chain Tazari list that's a yeah. thing that people don't like. Yeah, I think it still is now just because people are are still experimenting with the new Niv Mizzet, like the five color one, the new Cascade Sliver, the new Morphone the Boundless or whatever the five color um Changeling Commander is. The new Reaper King slash elemental guy. Yeah. And also the new five color Captain Sisse. Yes. So Yes, right now, because you can still tutor for like the mill ally or whatever it is that makes you win the game with Tazri after you have infinite mana with food chain. But any of those other five color commanders are also going to be food chain ones. And the Sisay one is probably just going to be like Sisay is now with Paradox Engine and stacks because you have all the best legendary stacks creatures in the Sisay deck. Yeah. So find them all. I'm sure it still will be, but now there's just more options. I was thinking and playing around in my head of the Morphone Sliver deck. Just have that, him captain your Sliver deck because you can play Sliver Queen for free. Yeah, that's so ironic, hey? Yeah. Like yeah you and could, you would just choose Sliver so it's it might just be in the conversation as um, as best Sliver commander. Yeah. You you power him out on whatever turn you power him out on and then you just win. Because the whole Sliver combo in theory, if you have it in your hand already, costs like two at that point. It's all the other creatures are free. That's funny, hey? That's like, crazy. Is, is Sliver Queen the best or is the first Sliver the best because he gives everything Cascade? Like, which one's the best? Sliver Queen is still the best. You think? 100%. I, I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And it goes back to just like what combo are you using to win and how much how much backup do you have if you're using other spots on Slivers and all those questions, right? Like, Tazri is still in there, I'm sure. Tazri is a very good card. Is the, is the moral of that diatribe is that... He's a good card, and we're tuning him down to make him into something that's way more fun. Yeah, and you know what? Speaking of fun, I had mentioned that it's Storm-esque as a strength. I'm going to flip that over to a weakness and be like, uh, it's like Storm-esque. It's difficult to play, yeah. and you kind of have to sit there with your finger in your ass for like 10 minutes while somebody's trying to like do the math on whether they can Storm out or not. It's the kind of deck that you have to practice and become proficient with, like most combo decks. If you're not good at playing this deck, people will hate you. Yes, they, they they just will. People just won't want to play with you. Not because the deck is strong, not because it wins, not because it does what it does, but because they just don't want to sit there while you take a 17-hour turn, Evan. Nah. He knows, he knows his shit. Last weakness. Tier 1 effect on a table. Yeah, people hate it. You sit down with a Tazri, what do you immediately think? I already mentioned the card like just a minute ago. Food chain. 100%. Yeah, that's the first thing you think of. Oh, it's not a food chain. It's not food chain Tazri. Don't care. Don't care. You're gonna die. Oh yeah. no! It's it's just it's ally tribal. I'm not actually lying when I say that. There's like two or three other allies in there, right? Yeah. Does that count? No. No. Oh, just kidding. It's Zata Storm Tazri. Get bent. Yeah. Get right? wrecked. Like, oh, yeah. God, I hate that. How did you not mention that if Zata gets removed from the game, you're in deep shit? That is that is also a weakness. Oh, I just ignore that. That's that's a hundred percent a thing. Like, well, play, play your rift sweepers, kids. A well placed path to exile, and you're just you're in for a rough, rough time. Yeah, that's because when it. you said that this deck was full of hot garbage, it is. Like most of these cards, when you're playing them for their effect that's printed on the card, they're not yeah. gonna win you any and games. And you know what's so funny is is Zada being in your command zone in Model Red is like a strength compared to this deck versus this deck the cantrips in it some of them do have some utility outside of 
radiating from Zada, whereas the mono red Zada, you just don't. It's, yeah. it's, it's such a funny, like, uh, irony. Yes, they're very dependent on that creature, and that can always be in any deck, especially this one. That's, that's a weakness. Okay, we're getting a little bit long on time because I could talk about Zada, like, all day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about Zada for 125 episodes. I know. Not going to do a whole ton of, like, uh, suggestions because we, we haven't really been suggesting cards for the audience decks because they know the deck better than us. Yeah, you know your own stuff. And, I mean, if we see something that's glaringly obvious for us, we'll throw it in there. But, I mean... Y you know what? Here's the thing. No soul ring in this deck. That's fine. That's fine. All yeah. all tiny creatures and pump spells. Oh, let's be honest. Let's just cut one of those split cards and put in a soul ring, Lenny. Let's no, just do that. Let's cut a split card and put in Screaming Fury. Plus 5, plus 0, oh, and Haste. Haste? That's okay. Plus five. That's fine. Ten guys. Fifty damage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like fifty damage. Should we do the milk list? No, I think we should do card, card of the, of the week. 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 I always forget. <laughs> <laughs> I never do because it's my favorite part. And uh, this week we have decided, just based on the story and the fact that this is kind of a neat card that you don't see ever, and maybe you could see it more because it is pretty cool, Retraction Helix. Yeah, this is the instant for blue. Until end of turn, target creature gains, tap, return, target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. So you get boomerang on your guy. It looks like Theros it's from. We can't click on it to get all the information. So I'm going to say it's from Theros, and it has wicked sick art on it. And it's going to cost you, like, zero money. Yes and yes. And I like that in your very proactive Storm-esque combo deck, you can just full stop, heel turn when somebody's trying to F with you and just go, no, sir, I'm the control deck as well. And you just cast it on Zada, bounce their whole board. Yeah, blow them out. Like, nice tap lands, chump. Yeah. Uh, you can't bounce lands with it. Dang well, it. Yeah, but like they're just sitting there with a bunch of tap lands and nothing else because they just tapped out to play a bunch of crap. Yeah, I super that, like that. Or you could respond to a rift by rifting them too. Oh, yes. F them. Oh, yes. F them. That's all I want to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Retraction Helix. Pick them up. I mean, there's lots of times you're going to tap and untap all your dudes. Now the milk list. Sure. Okay. As per edhrec.com, for any new members of CCO Nation, this is a list of cards at each converted mana cost. These are the most popular cards in the color combination that we're talking about. Today, five color. Woo Berg. What do, what do you... Or as the kids say? I don't know, I think it's just the new hotness again. They're pushing it hard. They're pushing it hard. Push hard, Wooberg. They're pushing don't the Google hotness it. hard. Yeah, don't don't Google that either. Just I, don't Google yeah. anything that we just said. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. At the zero drop slot, as per edhrec.com, most popular card, Mana Crypt. Nah. Tryhards. Yeah. Two drop, one drop slot, Sol Ring. It's always Sol Ring. It's always Sol Ring. So we do the top three. Swords to Plowshares. No. Birds of Paradise. Yes. Yeah, see, it's it's always relevant. Number two, Farseek. No. Three drop slot, Chromatic Lantern. No. Four drop slot, Explosive Veg. Really? Come on. No. Mirari's Wake at five. No. Merciless Execution. Eviction <laughs> at six. No. Atarka World Render at seven? That's dragons. No. Conflux. No. Zakama at nine. No. Old Pierogi Tits Progenitus at ten. No. Ulamog? No. Hit the Betrays? No. Emrakul? No. Other Emrakul? No. A Talkthon Worm? God, f 
fucking damn it, who's playing that crap? Draco? And that crap. Draco at 16? If you're playing both of those cards in your five-color deck, just get out of my house. One milkless match. Sit on the step. Think about what you've done. One milkless match? You know what's so you know what's funny? Nobody can see this. That he's actually making the face. <laughs> he's committing all in. Brando was all in. Don't Google it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad. One milkless match. Good on you, Lenny. Also, F you for playing Birds of Paradise. I don't know. Yeah, F you all the time, man. Yeah. See you in Vegas. Okay. At the time of this recording, 947 lists for General Tazzery. EDH rec ranking for five color commandies. She's number four on the list. Average CMC of this deck, 2.15. There's our competitive influence again. Oh, sorry, she's sixth. I made a mistake. Right underneath that uh, Najila, the Butt Blossom, and right above Scion of the Ur-Dragon. Those are fine. Actually, all the five-color commanders are good. Critical turn for this deck. The turn you get Zata? Yes. If they don't disrupt Zata, they're going to die, right? That is correct. There's such a density of like one- and two-drop cantrips that like you're just going to go creature, creature, Tazri, Zata, draw five. Yeah. Okay. And then you're probably going to win after that, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, tutors? Do I count? Do I count Spellseeker? It tutors for a two-drop instant or sorcery? In this deck, absolutely you do. You do? Okay. Yeah. Do you count Tazri? It finds you the card that makes you win the game? Yes. Okay. If I'm counting both of those, that's two tutors. Uniqueness rating is 61. Like I said, that is 61 cards different than the stock list on EDHREC.com. Spiciness rating, 57. Pass the 50 test. That's, that's what we like to see. That is super slick. Yeah. Now, just for academics, if you say that Spellseeker is a three mana or four mana cantrip because you're going to Spellseeker for three and then find a cantrip for one and cast it. So that's a four mana cantrip and you're not counting her as a tutor. You're counting her as a cantrip. That's going to bump our spiciness to 75 that is awesome. That is awesome. But Cut. you have to find a one-mana cantrip with your Spellseeker. Yes. So 57, 75, even if you average them or you say it's like whatever, it's like 65. Which is also pretty good. Also good. It's spicy with honors. Yeah. That's it. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to see it again and play with it in Vegas. This deck actually has a lot of my altars because Lenny has uh, commissioned me a few times and won a few from me, and I've given him a couple for the deck. So can't wait to hang out, see the deck in Vegas, kick its ass with a real Zada deck. I beat it with slivers. You kicked its ass with a real five-color deck? <laughs> <laughs> that's us just trash talking. Yeah, that's just us talking shit. I really did beat it with slivers on. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, is that when you- uh, That is correct. You were like, tooth and nail, finding two slivers. <laughs> Zealous conscripts, kiki-jiki, die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, excellent. I was waiting all weekend to scumbag somebody. It just had to be Lenny. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Couldn't it happen to, you know, some CEDH lying asshole. It had to happen to, like, your friend. Oh, it happened to him, too. There was one of those, too. Oh, so it made it all worth oh, it. Oh, yeah, there was a Stax player, a CEDH guy, Lenny, and me. It was it was good. I love it. it okay. It, it worked out. Uh, before we go, one more thing. We do have to make our second retraction of the history of the show. Oh, yeah, we made a mistake last episode. Yeah. L like, our only second one ever. Yeah, two, ep two episodes in a row, two things we've said wrong. We said... That Commander 2019 was the next set coming out after Modern Horizons. Turns out Core Set Magic 20s in there. Um, I forget about Core Sets all the time, as I'm sure most people that do. That poor, poor, poor set. 
It's coming after War. It's coming after Modern Horizons. It's coming just before Commander 19. That like, poor core set. They're going to finish the sword cycle and nobody's going to notice. They're going to print way more slivers and nobody's going to notice. I'm finally going to get my infect sliver and nobody's even going to know. And you're not even going to know that it was printed because nobody's going to know because it's going to be previewed for one day. Then they're going to be like, oh, well, what about Commander? And yeah, then everybody's going to be time. like, oh, yeah, there wasn't a preset or core set in there. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we weren't wrong. Yeah, We're not well, taking it back. <laughs> so fun, Funny core set story. I'll tell this real fast. I was playing my new Liliana tribal deck that I built, and one of the Lilianas is from M19. One, I didn't know she existed until I saw her at the store. I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy her. This is fun. <laughs> and then when I played her, neither of the two guys in the game with me looked at it and said, I totally know what that card does. Like, I've never seen that before. Is that real, or did you make it up? And I said, <laughs> nope, it, it's a real card. And it came out of the latest core set. So maybe Wizards needs to release them later. Maybe they need to do a better job of something with them because it's the yeah. next thing and i still don't give a shit if yeah. i wasn't going to get 20 foil lands in the fat pack i'm going to buy i don't give a shit about that set bundle what <laughs> <laughs> let's get out of here final thoughts of the day on the deck run down one more time thank our glorious sponsors let's get out of here if you would like to be entered to win the dark the whole dark Check us out on iTunes while it still exists or on whatever the new podcast rating app is. Give us a five-star review. Leave us a nice comment or a snide comment. We don't care at this point. Just interact with us. Help us spread the show around. We'll get you entered into the hat. Also, if you've shared the show around somewhere in the world at some point and you can tell us about that, we'll get you entered in to win the dark. The whole dark. And if you stop by facetofacegames.com, Canada's biggest magic store, you're going to get entered in to win a $25 credit from them by commenting on one of our episodes on the site or making a account, making an order, telling them that Brando and Ryan sent you, telling them that we were a good get, because, you know, we are. That will also get you entered in to win another one of our things. We also have the foil bag giveaway, so if you check us out on Facebook or YouTube, leave a comment, destroy that like button's whole life. We'll get you entered in to win something out of the foil bag. Other than that, I really like this deck too. I liked it. It's a take on the very first deck that we ever talked about on the show. I liked it. It's a new take on an old list, like a like a CEDH list that's actually fun to play against. And every game that I played in with it, I really enjoyed. And I hope that you guys put it together. Try it yourselves. I'm sure that you will have the same experience as long as you're not playing with somebody like Evan who plays really slow. F you, buddy. A big nod at you to our sponsors over at facetofacegames.com. They are Canada's biggest magic store, so stop by and check them out. You'll be doing us a favor and getting yourself some sweet deals on some cards. We'll be back next week with another audience-submitted list. We've got another couple of weeks left in the arc, so there's still time to get your deck lists in. Keep pouring them in. We like getting the ideas. We like reading them. We like looking at them, and we're going to save them and maybe use them later anyway. And we might use them again on another episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.